Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome into the PHNX Rising Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to leave a five star review. My name is Ramon Chavez. I'm joined from New Mexico. I got Owen Evans here. And before we get started with uh, talking about tonight's game, I do want to keep talking to you about DraftKings. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, This week, you can just bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. All customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs right now and get a free bet uh, back up to $25 if one of the legs doesn't hit. So again, if you haven't downloaded, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You do have to be 21 and over to gamble. Arizona only gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right, Owen, so let's just dive in right into it. Uh, 7-0 victory for New Mexico United over there in New Mexico. Uh, I've, you know, I'm not even going to get into the tactics and what was going on as far as on the field. Uh, I think we can, uh, I, you know, I know you have some clips from Rick, but I just want to, you know, get it off my chest and say, you know what, this game is all about the academy kids. They showed up, the baby birds, <laughs> as they're calling them on Twitter, and uh, they played their hearts out. Every player on the field gave it their all, and due to the circumstances, unfortunately, they were unable to get the result. But nonetheless, I'm proud of them. I'm sure the entire fan base is as well. And so I just want to give them a quick shout-out before we get started. But how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's going on over there? You know what? Just I think we should piggyback straight off of that, and you know we'll kick off straight with it because if we're going to take any positives, let's take the positive of that. Let's give our DraftKings king kings, in this case, of mm-hmm. the game to the academy kids who showed up when ultimately if the academy kids hadn't shown up this game wouldn't have taken place today exactly in fact so i think look it god there's so much we could delve into and none of it feels like it's on the field does it that's almost the problem here when you come off of a game whereby a team has ended the match with seven amateur teenagers on the field Mm -hmm. it it just and look, the, the there's a lot of overwhelming stuff that's, that's uh, underlying, I should say. Sorry, uh, stuff that's, that's, trust me, the players are feeling it. Other people are feeling it as well, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, you know what? I, I could go on with my own gripes. I could do all of that right now, and I'm sure we will in a bit. But yeah, in the interests of everything that went to such a mess today, I've just cut the entire first three minutes of of tonight's uh, interview with Rick Shantz after the match. Here's what he had to say. Well, listen, I'm glad that we could make New Mexico United happy. Um, I, uh, we had another one of our players test positive this morning. That was in isolation. And I think, you know, I give a lot of credit to Bobby, our medical staff, and, and our ownership for following protocol. Um, I was able to speak with, uh, you know, their head coach before the game. and and let him know that uh, by no means was there a competitive advantage for us to not play in the game on Saturday. And I think it's wrong. I think it's very wrong what was done to force us to play this game tonight. But I'm really proud. I'm really proud of the young guys. Uh, what an experience. I told them, you know, uh, go out there and try as hard as you can. And, jeez, um, I-, I thought that the academy kids were actually okay. 
you know, uh, some of our pros made some really bad mistakes, and uh, I expect better. Um, you know, we know that we won't be like this at the end of the season. I can promise you that, fans, and and um, you deserve a whole lot more from from us as players and coaching staff. And but uh, we need to be proud of our, our youth academy and what they've done. And for these kids to step up in the, under these circumstances is, um, I thanked every one of them and. I hate that they had to be put in this situation, but I'm really proud of them. So when you heard this game was going ahead today, what was your first reaction to that? Uh, why? You know, I've heard that the other two games that were cancelled for COVID still haven't been rescheduled. So I think that uh, it was wrong. And, and for them to say that it was financial and, and possibly competitively competitive motivated is and not think about player safety and the protocols that we've all agreed to follow um, is very disappointing. But listen, it is what it is, you know. We had to choose Tuesday because if we had played Wednesday, when what everyone wanted or, or supposedly the league in, in New Mexico, we would have missed our flights to Hartford on Thursday and there were no other flights available. And from what I understand, it was up to us to figure this out. So I'm proud of the organization. I'm really proud of, uh, of our GM and, and our ownership because they, they stood behind us throughout this whole ordeal. And um, you know, I'll, I'll pay them back, I, I promise. What do you think it says when this is, this is a professional league and two months out from the mid-year meetings, a team appears to have one date that they can reschedule a match to? It's false. We've looked at all the dates as well. And um, they, they, they were making the assumptions that it would have to be played in Phoenix. That's not true. You know, um, finding opportunities to play games and them not to get venues, I, I, I disagree. But I don't know. You know, I'm not in their organization. And I just think that it's that we didn't put enough time and effort into finding a better solution. I mean, is he wrong on some of that? No, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's not wrong on on a lot of those things that he said. Um, being being a by, bystander to all this and just finding a lot of these news via Twitter and especially finding a lot of it through the Twitter account of Bobby Duell, the the general manager, and hearing this uh, account from Rick Shantz after the game, it, he he's upset, really upset. This, I, in my opinion as well, this game shouldn't have been played tonight. It should have been rescheduled, especially if you compare it to the other two games that had been rescheduled due to COVID. And uh, and yeah, it's uh, I, I think I blame this on the league squarely, and it, it just looks bad. It looks bad. Um, they did not put a good product on the on the field today. New Mexico did get the three points. That's what they wanted to do. But at the end of the day, even when you're watching the broadcast on ESPN Plus. The, the the two broadcasters were like kind of trying to make up things to not put it on the league and say, look, this game had to be played. It is what it is. Let's keep going. And that's not the truth. This game could have so, been. So rated. how many, how many, that, that that's where I'd hop in here is how many other games yeah. were made up like this, like this. Yeah. And again, I know it was evident from my last question in that last clip. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you can tell what my view on this is, which is that quite frankly, if it is May, the season ends in October. I don't care whether... Mm -hmm you've got problems with stadium rentals or not. This is a professional league, mm -hmm. okay? If you can't find other dates to make that work, you are either incompetent, or I mean, you're incompetent to the degree that, quite frankly, you have no business calling yourselves a professional club. Yeah. And you can take that one step further, which is because they beat a team in the end today which had seven academy players on the pitch that 
that yeah. people being paid tonight. Yeah, no, it was uh, certainly it was rough to watch. I can only imagine what it was to be there because you could hear it on the stands. Uh, they're up 6-0, and this is me griping now <laughs> and, and getting a little bit upset, but they were chanting, I believe what we will win and stuff like that. You're up 6-0. You're playing a bunch of high schoolers, two of them that are graduating on Thursday, and yeah. this is how you behave yourselves. And it's not on the fans. The it fans- might be more. It might be more from what I gather that could be graduating on Thursday, uh, in a couple of days' time. Yeah, and so that's what I mean. It, and it even it illustrates my point even further that you're playing kids. You're playing, you know, the, a team that's down a lot of their players. And, you know, I get it. This is a league that you're saying it's professional. You want to earn these three points, but not like this. Have some professional decency. Find a way. And and this game should have been rescheduled. So but let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Does it take the shine off when you ultimately beat a team that, you know, is in has got nine professional players at its disposal mm-hmm. by a scoreline of 7-0. You know what? I actually asked that to New Mexico's coach, so uh, let's go ahead and roll that one. Does it take the shine off a bit that you played against a team that we had nine professional players at your disposal? Um, what, what I think about that and, and what I think about you know Phoenix's short travel is it reminds me a lot of 2020 for us. 2020 for us was an incredible year for adversity. We played every game on the road. And, uh, and so looking at it, that reminds me of a situation that we just had so much adversity. And so, um, yeah, I know it was tough for Phoenix, but uh, I'm, I'm, you know, really happy that we came out with the right uh, mentality and, and got three points. He's comparing it to a season where they had to play games away from home. I know this is audio only, but I'm shaking my head and I am flabbergasted I, by, by his response right now. I, 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 I just... It, again, it's a point where by rising ended that match, like or even going into the match, right? Let's be clear, because I added the numbers up, didn't I? It was 1701, number of minutes played cumulatively by the entire squad that was put out there. And given that the only, I believe Joey didn't come on, did he, Joey Calistri? No, I don't think so. No. No, no. So that's how it ended as well, because none of the boys that came on have played any minutes before today. So mm. everybody who featured today cumulatively on the pitch, have played 1701 minutes coming into this. Rising's played 900 minutes as a team. So what you're looking at there is a case whereby you wouldn't even fill two spots on the Ross, on the, the starting lineup, effectively, for the whole season in terms of minutes played for the whole team. This wasn't... I, I, I know I mentioned this early, didn't I? I mentioned it in the first half when it was... Yeah, kind of hitting that point whereby it was... New Mexico was in that spot whereby what do you do? Because if you keep scoring goals... You get to a point whereby all you do is prove that everybody, or all you do is make the case for everybody who's been saying all along this was going to be a farce, yeah, is correct. And yeah. I think that's what we saw today. I think that's entirely what we saw today. I mean, look, we, again, get into talk about the tactics, but what hope did Rising have when its midfield effectively consisted of three children <laughs> and you know Anguiano who? For all of his faults, you know, you can't blame him for anything in there today, but that's just how is he going to play in that? Because we know he's not the most physical. Yeah. And he's surrounded yeah. by academy kids. No, from the opening minutes. You, you you've, got no, you've got no midfield. You've got no midfield then. And I, those boys gave so much today, mm-hmm. the academy kids. Mm-hmm. And the effort they gave, especially, I mean, some of the performances as well were good. I mean, I thought that, and I know I've always been on his train with Blaze Hardy, but I, Personally, still, I'm impressed by him and his his knowledge of the uh, his reading of the game and, and all of that. I think mm-hmm. that 
there's a lot of promise there at least, but he was never going to get it done tonight, was he? Yeah. In that, in that, in these circumstances, that was never going to happen. Now, one thing that I will add: the senior players that were here, you could just tell the feeling. I think, especially because as, as they were walking off the pitch, the New Mexico players kind of running over and doing the the same kind of jumping kind of thing that rising fa- rising players do ahead of their own in front of their own fans, right after a win. And they're doing that, and the boys are just turning around, and the overwhelming kind of reaction to that was we're not going to forget this. They got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that in general, the whole thing is, is kind of disgraceful that you win a game like that. And that's how you choose to celebrate as well. It just the whole thing about tonight, look, this, and, and this is where the league really, I think needs to actually step up and actually think for a second. All right. Because this was amateurish decision-making to put this game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, given no. all the circumstances, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and Brick mentioned that in that clip that you played that he believes that they're, <laughs> it, it's false. The fact that they couldn't find another date between now and October for this game to be rescheduled and they couldn't find another place in New Mexico for it to be played. And I understand that. Maybe if they wanted it to be done, like they're saying on Wednesday, but Rising had to leave to Hartford. No, and, let's, let, let's put the brakes on this now a minute because... Hmm. To, to the specific point, might Isotopes Park have been available? No. Might this stadium be available? No. You're telling me that in approximately 24 hours from the postponement, every possible avenue was explored. Yeah. That that that's kind of I I I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, no, and then no. it was and then it was postponed. And then again, I'm just basing this off on the tweets from from Bobby Duell without consulting rising. And that's and that's the thing where it kind of gets a little bit more weird because if it's it's if it's being postponed, you can't just consult the home team. You need to consult the the visiting team, the one that's you know suffering these cases of COVID, and and see what they could do. So it's a strange situation. Uh, but to, to the, how do you handle this? Though? Like as a fan, as a as a player, you know, I like do you kind of just because it seems honestly like based on everything that's going on this season, the 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 odds are stacked against Rising. You have injuries. You have lack of form. You have stuff like this happening where the league is not intervening uh, in order to help this team. So it's it's it. You know, do the players just feel like, hey, that, like every everyone's against us? Like it's it's insane. What's going on? It's just I don't know. I I really don't even quite know where to begin. It's and and to the points that you made there. I mean, Bobby made the point afterwards as well in a written email back to me as a statement that yes that was the case they were told by the league the game was going to take place on Wednesday and that was the first point of consultation throughout it for Phoenix Rising with the league over over when this was going to be rescheduled I I think there's something as well in there that if Rising hadn't signed the six academy players they did today then based on my conversation with league senior vice president Will Coons yesterday Actually, Rising wouldn't have had enough players for this game to go ahead because the league has an expectation that 12 players are available, including at least one goalkeeper. Well, Rising signed six players yesterday to academy contracts to make it work. That's excluding the two that were already on academy mm-hmm. contracts. Yeah. If they hadn't been signed, Rising would have had 11 players. They'd have had no substitutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, it's it's crazy. Uh, and at that point, like, what what happens? Is it is the game just canceled? Is it a forfeit at that point? So, it, well, they were talking about rescheduling, but I I don't. Who even knows at this? The problem with some of this is that right. I'm, and again, especially at this point, this has all happened very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of mudslinging to a degree back and forth. I know that there's a lot of people in Phoenix's front office who are really unhappy with how New Mexico have handled this, and as they should be, yeah. As they, as they should be. I mean, it's, let's be honest. Again, today's game, regardless of the people who tried to come out and defend this in, you know, prior to prior to tonight, were saying it wouldn't be a farce. What did it kind of turn out as being? <laughs> Turning off the lights yeah. off for you there. Um, yeah. <laughs> before uh, we keep going, Owen, uh, just want to talk to you uh, guys about OG's brand. So, you guys haven't yet. You guys can make sure to stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. Uh, there's different flavors that they offer, like blackberries and cream and watermelon. I'm partial to the pineapple. That one's my favorite. And they're perfect if you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa or a chill indica. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. All right, Owen, they're turning off the lights on you at the at the stadium. Let's, but... like, we'll keep it going. There were a couple of other bits that came out today. So just to be clear as well, as I reported before the game, and a club source confirmed before the game, but also Rick confirmed in that clip that we played. Um, there has been another positive COVID case within the rising camp. It's within the players who have isolated. It's expected that that will not impact other players who have been isolating. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that is one more COVID case. Asymptomatic. They seem to be doing fine. It's just a case of working through the protocols and then hopefully they'll be back within a reasonable time. Now, a lot of the boys apparently back home are rearing and ready to go. Uh, Rick is hopping on a plane at eight o'clock tomorrow morning to get back to Phoenix so that he can do training tomorrow. So those boys are a large number of them are hoping to be back ready in time for Hartford, which is good news and a good update. Um, And just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just ready for another game to completely erase. Well, you shouldn't really erase it because the, what happened today should, I think be remembered by rising, but Mm -hmm. not something that want you want to remember. Yeah, no, unfortunately, there's not another regular season meeting between the two, but there could be a meeting in the playoffs if that happens between New Mexico and Rising. So uh, Hartford is not going to be an easy game. It's an away game. It's an East Coast game. It's a long trip. Um, that's still something that's, you know, uh, that's that's pretty tough for these players and the coaching staff, especially with how this week has unfolded and, and everything that's going on. So, yeah, definitely a tough, tough road trip up, coming up ahead. But... If they're able to get it done, you know, that's that's just going to speak to the mentality of the players. And I do want to point, you know, out Darnell King today. He he showed up and he showed why he's the captain of Rising. Yeah, I felt like he played his heart out. You know, he was being an example to the to the young kids. He hasn't had the best season, but, you know, this is the time that you need a captain to to show uh, who he is and who Rising is and what the the players represent and what type of organization this is so i do want to point that out as well before we wrap up here owen but and i i'd like to shout him out as well for the work that he did with some of those academy kids getting them up ready for this one i mean look for some of these boys regardless of the result today just to be able to play in a professional game again like graduating from high school this week you know they they recognize just the the experience of being able to play a professional football match and mm-hmm. that is something that means a lot to them and and i think we can celebrate that while at the same time being quite frankly utterly horrified at the way that this was that this was carried out by the league by by the teams involved it's 
yeah. this is a sorry tale let's put it that way in, in the mm-hmm. Leafs history and, and quite frankly if if it's never repeated again it doesn't feel great, but it served a purpose. Um, and I think that uh, I was told, I can't guarantee you this. Um, I was sent a message suggesting that this is the third largest margin of victory in USL history. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that again tells you, all you need, tells, you, tells you all that you need to know about the nature of this match. The fact that everybody who said it wasn't going to be a fast, that sometimes these things just have to happen. Again, it's not happening with any other teams. It's not happening... In, in, you know, it hasn't happened in the past. Yeah. You know, even when the last time I, I, I recall the last time that this was kind of kicking off like this, now I believe it was San Antonio and Austin were having a row over a game and about it being forfeited if it wasn't played and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that there weren't that few players available. Yeah. No. And at the end the of the day, joke. yeah, no, at the end of the day, the only uh, entities that look bad is New Mexico and the league. Rising did not, you know, they, they, Unfortunately, did have the cases, but they did everything in their power for it to be played in a competitive, fair manner. Uh, and at the end of the day, they were forced to bring these academy kids and and you know play play a game that wasn't supposed to be played. So uh, at this point, I think everybody is just ready to move on. They're looking forward to Saturday, looking forward to the rest of the season. It's going to be tough, but, uh, but you know I think I think the boys are going to take this as uh, something. Like they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, you know, now everybody's against them. Like this is not something that is is something this is going to motivate them, I feel. And so if, you know, if they can get a victory in Hartford, you know, uh, all props to them. But if they're not able to get a result, if they're able to just get a tie, like it's not I'm, it's not something I'm going to kill them over just because of the circumstances. So uh, props to everybody involved, the organization, you know, to you, to uh, if you haven't been keeping up with uh, Owen's Twitter you know, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on with Rising. So shout out to you, Owen, and of course for making the trip as well to to New Mexico on a Tuesday. God. Well, the best part about it is I'm heading back tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you back oh. here. Too. All right, Owen. No, we'll always appreciate your coverage. Um, and if you haven't yet, make sure to follow us on Twitter as, as well, the PHNX underscore underscore Rising account. If you haven't yet, uh, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on on uh, everything having to do with rising. So uh, Owen will be traveling back tomorrow. I, I'm sure the ri- the rest of the squad tomorrow will travel back. Or are they on their way now? Uh, I'm not certain overall. Okay. I, I don't know the specifics, unfortunately. <laughs> gotcha. No, regardless, they're traveling to Hartford. Um, and so we'll be talking about that on Thursday on our show. And we'll have a lot more to talk about, <laughs> about what happened mm-hmm. uh, during tonight's game. Owen, any uh, last thoughts? Nope, that's about it. All right, we'll have safe travels, my friend, and we'll see you back here in Phoenix. And thank you to everybody for listening. This has been the PHNX Rising post-game show. We will talk to you soon. Take care.